Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda, oh. and I think Katie gives a really good introduction there. I just every time. And I... this is this is <laughs> R2 W50. Yes. Uh, <sighs> next. <laughs> we just all sigh. Linda, this is Charles. All right. Hey, I'm Seth. I don't know what the hell just happened there, but I'm Chris. <laughs> Think, right. Things are unraveling fast here, Chris. Chaos, clearly, clearly, chaos reigns. Uh, has you know been boozing a little early today? Is that what's going on here? If only no. we had a light on the subject. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going in that direction. Okay. No, hopefully no. not. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so, what was that nonsense I just heard? Well, this. Is he's sad because you called him nonsense? Clearly, this is um, this is R2 W50, and uh, for those that uh, don't know, um, R2 W50 uh, is what is he? He was a loyal R2 series astromech uh, droid designed to serve the royal house of Naboo. And so you're probably wondering why I have him here on the show today. I'm telling him, I'm telling him, shut up. Listen, so. Linda, I don't want to alarm you, but Bill's talking <laughs> to his toys now. And, and he talks to him the same way he talks to me. This isn't a good sign. I know. So R2W50 is on the show today because not only is he a new acquisition to uh, Droid Depot Central, because there's Droid Depot East and West, Disneyland, Orlando, mm -hmm. right? Um, but he is also a brand new droid that Disney uh, put out and is, and is or was, maybe probably still is, available for purchase on the uh, Disney shop online. So you do not have to go to Galaxy's Edge to get this guy. Um, you can order him. And they uh, put him out as part of the celebration for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. So... Um, way to sell something. Oh, is that why it's WD-50? Yes. Cute. should have known. The significance of that. Okay. Right. I assumed now, that was all you. <laughs> no, no. And now, I, I don't know if it'll come through on the camera. No, it really it's doesn't. gold. I can see that. Yeah. Goldish. So what doesn't come through on the camera is that 
You know the why it's gold. Uh, parts of him are glittery gold. Actually, the whole thing is is glittery, but the glittery gold really stands out. And then the non-gold portion is also glittery. So he's uh, he's spectacular. Spectacular. In his uh, colorations. And you know why he's gold? Yeah, you're welcome. Well, if it, they made it yellow, it'd be like the WD-40 edition, right? It'd be right. Yellow cans, so you can't do that. No. It's got to be well, gold. It's gold because reason. 50th anniversary is gold. Right. And it's <laughs> and it's sparkly because Disney. For all of you Apparently. married men, keep that in mind when 50 comes up. So anyway, he's going to be here on the show today just keeping us company. He might pop in and pipe, pipe in once in a while. And fortuitously, it seems <laughs> like a great segue from R2W50 into talking about uh, the newest Star Wars series to come out on uh, the Disney Channel. Now, sadly, none of us have yet seen it. Mm. But that is on the agenda for tonight, at least at Chris's house. Right, Chris? Yeah, I'm hoping that's going to be the starter for tonight. So. Yeah, and I'm hoping uh, we'll either watch it tonight or sometime uh, in the next three days. We got uh, Linda and I are off on vacation the next three days, um, and enjoy, or enjoying the fall weather. And there it is. So this is um, a uh, prequel. Uh, it takes place a prequel um, to to Rogue One, to be clear. Correct. Yeah. So it, it follows uh, rebel spy Cassian Andor. Um, he was uh, originally a thief uh, turned rebel spy. So I'm I'm assuming that in the start of this, we'll maybe see him in his thief role. And then somehow he gets uh, transitioned or somehow he transitions into becoming a rebel spy and working for the Rebel Alliance. And so uh, this is uh, this series follows him during that five-year period leading up to the events of the film. So what, five seasons, I'm thinking then? One for each each year, <laughs> maybe? That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know whether they'll take um how far they will go in the dark aspects of who he is is kind of like a spy because he's also kind of a killer and they kind yeah. of hint to that a little bit in rogue one um right. so be curious i'd be curious to know as they kind of develop this story and then tell tell his story um how much of that's going to come into play because you get the sense that that's also kind of haunted him a little bit and he does what's necessary um but i mean that's a dark side of being a spy yeah, because we even saw that in uh, the beginning of Rogue One, right? Where mm -hmm. he's like on that planet in that alleyway meeting with a guy who's giving him some information. And um, rather than risk uh, the betrayal of uh, the Rebel Alliance, he takes care of him. Yeah, and I think we see that later on when they crash land onto a planet and he takes his little sniper pistol or whatever, I think, as well, right. prepared to do the worst, right? And yeah. um uh, so I'm curious how much that'll come into play, because uh, it wasn't all rainbows and adventure there. There were some <laughs> things he had to do um, right. that maybe he, you know, it, yeah, sure, it was necessary. Let's be real here. They're they're going up against an empire of, you know, really nasty, evil people, and sometimes you got to kill somebody. So right. um, <laughs> I, I personally like the dark side of a lot of films and shows, so I'm really curious to, to, to know whether or not they, they go down that path at all in this. Or whether they well, kind of gloss over it, right? Because it's, yeah. it's Disney. So, so are they going to put the Disney spin on it, or what are they going to do? 
Yeah. So let me ask this question to each of our uh, illustrious hosts, co-hosts here. Um, if you were put into that situation where, you know, you had to join a rebel alliance, let's say you're, you know, fighting a, an unjust, uh, tyrannical um, ruler. And uh, in order to do that, you join this rebel alliance. And as part of that, you have to do things like Cassian Andor does, where you may have to kill somebody who just came and gave you a, a report. But the risk of both of you getting captured or him getting captured because he's kind of a buffoon and would obviously spill the beans. Would you have any compunction to killing that person? Wow. Um, start with you. We're starting off a little heavy this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, fine. I, I think this is for, it's just why I brought this up because yeah. they, they, this was clearly a, a th not a theme, but it was a thing in Rogue One. And now that they're going to extrapolate on this story, exactly. how much of a killer was he? Right. Right. I, that's why I brought, you know, that's why I, yeah. I pinpoint on that is I want to know if they really dig into that or not. But, I will say, uh, you know, for me, I don't honestly know. Like me today, right. if I found myself converting into that, I still don't think I'd do it. I'd still try to find a peaceful resolution. But in given what we know about Cassian and, and what was at stake, right? Mm -hmm. Talking about, you know, if, is this guy, what's this guy's life in measurement to what he knows or what he'd spill the beans on, I guess yeah. would dictate whether or not he gets killed. If, if, if this guy holds a key to the rest of the rebel fleet, then he's got to go. And yeah. Just about, but aren't just about all the characters technically murderers in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, well, they play it like, but that's a battle. That's different. Stormtroopers aren't people. All right. Uh, well, I think I think Finn would uh, disagree with that. I think, I think I there's know. probably a movement out there on behalf of stormtroopers. Seth, right. So we've probably right. garnered their attention now. So you right. know. Right. <laughs> you're you're. Uh, um, what do they call that when you uh, broadly? assume one trait for an entire race uh why am i drawing Racist? a blank on that no 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 <laughs> you characterize people in a certain way you assume that they're they're all yeah they're all the bad guys yeah, uh, yeah. stereotype yes that's it god dang i could not come up with that word welcome to old age yeah you stop okay. stereotyping stormtroopers well i guess this week on galactic driftwood we are uh, staring into the abyss what? and waiting for it to stare back. And, uh, <laughs> but no, but if, that we may have forgotten. If you grew up, if you grew up in the world where uh, where people are killing stormtroopers and stormtroopers are killing aliens, yeah. and right? Blah, blah. No, it's not going to be a big deal to gut somebody. It's <laughs> just <laughs> 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 not. You're just going to gut him like a fish, Charles. Is that well, it? especially if you've, well, it's just like on the Empire Strikes Back, right? Where they, was it, I forgot if it was Luke or Ham, but one, I think it was Luke guts his. Uh, Tauntaun? Tauntaun. Tauntaun, right? Uh, yeah. You yeah. get used to it after a while. <laughs> All right. Well, here's That's the just thing. something you sleep in. That was fun. I don't <laughs> want us to be, you know, 
looking at this from uh, the hypothetical world of Star Wars, because I want to kind of get into everybody's individual psyche here on the show. So let's go like I'm gonna wreck some shit here. Yeah, let's let's take a real world world example. Let's say, for example, that you just gave us that one. It, okay, so in the real world example, no, I wouldn't, Bill. You would so let's say you're in Ukraine, you're oh, fighting dear. for the Ukrainians, you're surrounded by Russians. They're going to come in, and you are a, a spy, like Cassie Andor, for example. And you're there with one or two other guys that had just come to give you information uh, about the fact that the Russians are surrounding you. And this, these guys that gave you the information, or this guy, they know about you, and they know they have general information about the Rebel Alliance, and they're obviously kind of mostly chicken shits because they're they just <laughs> come and give you little bits okay. of information. They're not really Picture. active. Picture fully understood. Uh, right. Yeah, I would feel it's probably within my duty to do that. Um, yeah, see, it depends I'd on also, the circumstance. Yeah, it, it really depends on the circumstance. But if you're going to paint that picture, yeah, uh, again, it comes down to knowing what's at risk. Right. So if it tilts the balance of the war, yeah, then you know you put them down and you hope that you're maybe equally afforded the same uh, quick. Painless yes. death. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Exactly. All right. So um, Charles, same situation. I so I don't. I, I, yeah, could I, you could you kill someone if you had to? I still use a cell phone. Huh? You know. <laughs> I, I, I don't get. Well, well, I'm just saying that dirty already. Hands are dirty already. <laughs> That's All just right. a part of living. I, 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 it's hard for me to. I mean, I don't think I, I don't. It's. I don't think I'd enjoy it. Well, it's, nobody, no, no, uh, no. Some it, people would. It's just like hunting. I well, don't. I don't enjoy hunting. Sure, some people are psychopaths. I don't want to. Well, no, <laughs> and they would like people, to kill. They might not even be psychopaths, but I, I don't enjoy hunting deer and stuff. I, I like Bambi. You know, right? I still eat meat though. But if I had to, eh. You'd got them. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so I think I'd lose sleep over. No, no, no. <laughs> or not Except... a whole lot of it. Uh, if there were absolutely no other choice, that would be my last choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the question is, could you do it? Could I do it as yeah. I am now? No. No. Oh, yeah. If I'd grown up in a, if. I was in the Ukraine. If like I'd grown well, up that's in the hypothetical. Ukraine, if you were in the Ukraine, in Ukraine, in that situation, would you do it? Could mm -hmm. you? Do it? I, well, I, I would have been, been right really now, to that point to like, do it. I don't. But or 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 let's say you were in Russia and you're facing 15 years of prison if you decide not to. Then I'll be doing not to it. Kill somebody. Yeah. Maybe. So that that's Maybe the other. So look, I, I want to come back to that question, Charles. But let me go to Linda. And so find it's, out if Linda is a cold-blooded assassin. <laughs> it's it's the situation. So it's probably it's probably late forty years into a marriage to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, well, that's you'll always, find that answer out the day you don't wake up. <laughs> right. I guess the real question is: Do I have with, time to do with your bed on fire? <laughs> well, you have what, Charles? 
do I have time to do the utilitarian calculus on the problem? When yeah. Right. Yes. Right. You do. <laughs> well then. But you don't. But you don't have a lot of time to think. Let's I'll say you have an hour. And paper and you know. You've got an hour. All right. I'll make the list of pros and cons and weight them. Yeah, but you can't. You can't let them do <laughs> the list. He's mentally doing it. You know. He's like, this guy needs to be careful. His next ten words will decide whether or not. <laughs> yes. He walks right. out of here. All right, so Linda, cold-blooded assassin or compassionate risk taker? In the situation that you painted, it sounds like it's me or him, right? Well, no, because you're the two yeah. of you are going to be captured. The but it is me is, or him because if I'm captured, I'm going to be killed. So no, to no. me, they're going to capture you. They're going to torture you to extract information on the rebel alliance, and then they're going to kill you me. Know, so you know that you can withstand the torture. What? You, this is a really know. weird episode. Can we? But you, but you <laughs> also know that the guy that came to give you information is very weak-minded and easily. Well, then he'll go. Then he'll give the information first, and they'll still kill me. <laughs> yeah, but but what you, do they need me for? But would you kill him to keep the information from being? If I could rude? get away, yeah. Huh? Yeah, if I could. If I after I killed him, I could get away. Well, no, you're both going to be captured. Well, oh, you so, have a chance. Wait, so you probably no chance have a chance of getting away. <laughs> well, no, Cassian you're going to get did. captured. So you, you, and you and a couple others are going to get captured, but you know the other ones are kind of weak. They're right. going to give in whatever information yeah, that they so, have. Yeah, you've got the prisoner's dilemma happening, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> this keeps changing as. at the, Yeah, the yeah. Of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. Because that's but, the way it is. So, so Linda, yes or no? Cold-blooded no. assassin. No. All right. All right. Question yeah. Is there to... anything else we're looking forward to in Andor other than? Yeah, thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. God I, bless I, you. I, I will steer it in a better direction since I'm the one that started this, unfortunately. <laughs> and as much as I love the tangent that we went on, yeah, I, I think we've kind of gone into a dark, dark zone. So a let's, yeah, let's steer bit. this back into the proper galaxy here, okay? All right. I don't... It, it was always kind of dark. Because I did have a follow-up. It is. That's what I was acknowledging. No, you're I, never gonna follow I think I'm fine. I, think I'm I mean, Darth Vader's not like a, a light character. Right. No. Darth Vader, the last time we saw him, he was snapping necks. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just... I'm just, you know... I mean, it's a dark It's a dark series. Okay, then. I just wanted that to be It has Jar Jar Binks. It. Wait, it does? No, that was a different time. Okay. I, I oh. think I'm still of the opinion. I thought he meant like Star Wars in general. And no. I'm just like. Oh. No, I'm still of the opinion that if people have been patient, Jar Jar Binks would have turned out to be an evil bad guy. And we've all <laughs> been scared of him. I, I would have paid some serious money to see that. Yes. Like I would have loved that arc to be like Jar Jar was like a dark Sith the whole time. Well, I yeah. I believe that was the original. I'm of the belief. Yeah, probably. I'm alone. I, I have seen some of the stuff out there for that, and and I would have enjoyed that one thousand percent. I yeah, think that would have taken have too. I think Chris, that would have taken the original trilogy to a great new level. So, Chris, I mean, slightly different question. No, George no, that's not being that's done. Informant. The new question is: <laughs> Then yeah, if he you gets killed. If you could have sure. got a Jar Jar Binks, if you could have got a Jar Jar Binks, would you? Yeah, <laughs> that's the question. Would you, Charles? What's that? Would you? Oh, Should yeah, that be the title of the episode? If you yeah, would you got Jar Jar, would you do it? Yes. <laughs> Seth, episode title, would you gut Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> would you, Seth? It, 
Like in universe or yeah, in universe. Oh, in universe. Yeah, give me a lightsaber. That guy's toast. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Anything to shut him up. So, do we think we'll see any Jedi or anything of that nature in uh, this series? What, what are we feeling? Like? I would be surprised okay. if we didn't. I mean, aren't um, they everywhere? Well, I haven't looked hiding, at the full right? cast list. Yeah, I haven't seen the full cast because they, you know, it's 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 the this is the Star Wars world, so it's not like it's outside of the possibility. But it's not the main focus of the story, yet we still seem to find ways to sprinkle it in and in, in all the series and stuff. So I'm curious to know maybe how they find a way to fit that in here. Because I don't think, I mean, did Rogue One really have anything? For Jedis? Yeah. Uh, they had the yep. Force-sensitive guy. That's right. They did the have that one. Yeah. They did have the Force-sensitive guy. Uh, that's true. So yeah, I'm kind of curious what they do in, in, in the series uh, to kind of give us yeah. a glimpse that we're still in that world now you know what my favorite oh hold on yeah it says uh my favorite part of this that i'm really looking forward to is the fact that alan tudyk is playing k2so like he did in the movie oh that's gonna be awesome i didn't realize really that. awesome so yeah so yeah i'm looking at the cast list here i see the ladies there's a woman playing mon mothma um, we've got Luthan Rael, Bix Kellyn. I don't, I'm not recognizing those names. So yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see in the first episode, but I would be surprised if we didn't see at least one Jedi at some point. I mean, after That's all, Disney's got to have a reason to produce a new lightsaber. It's <laughs> all at Galaxy's Edge, right? Yeah. yeah. You do raise hey, speaking point. of that, did you see they came out with a limited edition? It was a 3000 set run of three of obi-wan kenobi's lightsabers in a nice uh in-universe themed uh box oh with arabesh writing on it yeah. and uh yeah they uh supposedly just a three thousand uh, unit run and they're only available in the parks of course and they're already going out. up on like uh some for sale things but that actually so it comes so it's a <laughs> It's a box of three of them, it looks like. Uh, here, let yes. me link this. Yeah, can in, you pull it up uh, on screen? Discord here. Let me uh, let me uh, find it. Yeah, there's a couple hmm. cool uh, well, shots so, of this. Something else to sell. <laughs> <laughs> something else to buy. Right. Yeah. All right, so here it is. Let me... Uh, let me share this screen. Do, 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 do. That's some pretty serious hardware there. Yeah. Uh, share screen. There it is. Very nice. Yeah. So that's it. And uh, I see now that uh, these sets uh, are already out uh, for resale on uh, eBay for $1,000 a piece. Yep. Whoa. Crazy. 50% markup. But you can see you got the three lightsabers in there. Um, let's see. Is there? Yeah. So there's a closer up, close up view of the three lightsabers uh, compatible with all the blades uh, sold at Galaxy's Edge. Um, there's what the inside I mean, engravings lid looks on it. Like. Okay. Um, yep. 
that's honestly pretty cool if you were like really big on some of the uh, high-end lightsabers i could see that probably being um worth it for uh uh you said there's only three thousand you can only buy them at disney right um yeah, there, there was some rumor that they might be available on Shop Disney, but I haven't seen them out there yet. And with only three thousand, I think they're going to go in the parks before they ever make it to. Uh, Probably, I'd imagine if online. you know if it's only going for a thousand, it's almost a steal considering if you had to get there, you yeah. were anywhere near Disney. I mean, mm -hmm. you'll pay you'll pay that just trying to get out there and getting into the park. So. Right. Yeah, you'll I pay mean, way more than that. Yeah, at a thousand bucks secondhand, that's that's almost a steal. Yeah, when you uh, put it that way, that's not actually that much of a markup. Right. No, right. So I'm right. actually surprised. It, it's like you know, if it's a thousand bucks now, <laughs> jump in right on that. You know. Right. Right. Heck, and hold on to it. Flip it for three or four grand later when they're all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me wonder if they're gonna produce more of these because as as popular as they've been seeming to be so but, uh, wow, that's that's only. really tempting well, i mean to, if uh, this set works then you'll see a luke skywalker set you'll see a darth vader set you'll see a palpatine set you'll yeah. see a prequel set that has mace Windu, yoda and uh someone else's blade in there yeah mess yeah. going on there but only three thousand of these sets available so it's um, pretty tempting not to just buy that because that value right. has got to go up. I mean, I've paid more than a thousand just for a single lightsaber. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was saying. Like on those high end ones, I'm like, yeah, from this like, seems uh, like a, a steal for, you know, yeah. a, it's at 600 bucks. So they'll sell out quickly, presumably because it's limited. Yeah. And then if it's only for a thousand bucks now, like, God, if only we were going to Disney. Shit. Having a hard we are, time but I don't know that by the time we get there, there'll be any left. Yeah. yeah. So having a hard time clicking buy it now. Like, mm. Yeah. Now we get to find out which member of the Galactic Driftwood podcast is going to hit that eBay deal first. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if you're watching this and they're still out there on eBay and they're still at a thousand bucks, grab it. Uh, <laughs> a flip opportunity. I'm looking at one right now and I'm like, I am too. For eight ninety eight, eight ninety eight, really? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. even gonna look at it because if I <laughs> thought that, my wife would murder me. It's an investment, Sam. It's an investment, though. That's You'd the thing. Is this your lightsaber away? Yeah, from an you, investment Beth. in lightsabers. I don't this, think that's gonna fly. This has one uh, direction, which is up only. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow. All right. I got to stop looking this at this. This guy says if you buy two, he'll sell you each one for 880 bucks. Ooh. What? What? Did they go in and just buy a bunch of them up? They probably did. Yeah. Wow. Especially if they didn't do any. If, yeah. Especially if they didn't he's do got limit two one available and he's already sold three. Yeah. Oh, sh wait. He's got two available and he sold three. Yeah, so he had five. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had five, so he's just, roll he's just right. rolling through them. So if anybody wants to go in with me, <laughs> so how that probably they're probably limited to one per person in the park but there's nothing stopping you from buying right. buying all your friends their way in and right yeah going and getting them that's yeah. awesome yeah so that that's actually really cool i'm, I'm glad you brought that up because i might be in trouble later i might be too Bill's i see that 898 oh yeah i see that buy two for 888 Ooh. Not me. I'm not. Then you be could presumably trouble. buy one, flip the other, and yeah. and ride the other one for free. 
Right. Like, in theory. In theory. Okay, if you're ready to drop seventeen hundred dollars, sure. Seen a murder. Well, it, it's it's the it's the it's the ROI on it down the road because it is limited. That's what you. That's why when I look at it and you think of the cost of where you can't buy it just anywhere, you can't buy it online. You can only right. pick it up at Disney. If the price is only double that, and it's limited at three thousand, we know there's way more than three thousand people that would buy it. Yeah. Definitely. I okay. like multiply that by like five to ten on value. So now we've resorted to our podcast being how to buy things on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting episode this week. Yeah, we're going into the abyss with Bill and uh, <laughs> and getting flipping, that one flipping lightsabers with Chris, and maybe reselling it later. Yeah, right. I'm just you know, right. Just, funny. A little bit of psychological horror, a little bit of Pawn Stars. We're <laughs> filling some sort of niche here. And we're a half an hour in, so yep, we have something... I think something... we're probably good to wrap this one up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had some rather grand plans for this episode that went awry. Well, that we never did. happens. It was pretty Matthew. good. I mean, it was all Star Wars related. <laughs> we talked about Andor. Right. It was pretty good. Right. We did. We did good, guys. All right, folks. Well, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. We will talk to you again next week where we'll have some more uh, interesting conversations. Hopefully, maybe not quite as dark. Um, we'll keep uh, keep Charles oh. above board. Yeah, well, dark's good. Dark's good. <laughs> dark's good. Let us know what you thought about and or in the comments below, please. Yep. All right. Sounds good. We will talk to you soon. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>